Welcome to Take Note. This is our podcast about carrying a notebook around and writing notes about the things you see or things you think about or the things that happen to you. And then you read those things to your friend. Friend is Adam. Hello, Adam. Hey, Ted. I am just coming down from the high that is rock and roll bingo. Not rock and roll trivia. No, that's what everybody says. questions about rock and roll. Nope. Bingo. I've been, you know, I've known about this for about seven minutes, Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, and I feel like whatever you explain to me is going to be disappointing. A very serious-looking DJ, and I think uh, in 2022, when we say DJ, we're using the term very loosely, but a very serious-looking DJ plays 30 seconds of a song, and if you can identify that song and have it on your bingo card, you mark it. You mark it with an M&M, traditionally, in rock and roll <laughs> bingo. And uh, if you get five in a row, we're not we're not doing four corners here. If you get five in a row, um, you, uh, you get a pack of movie theater candy. Also, the very serious DJ, when he checks and you actually have the bingo... He he shows a little smile, right? He 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 <laughs> cracks a little bit. Um, arcade... I like that. There's a a skill component that makes me happy. Yep, you actually yep. have to identify the song. That takes it to a different level. That's right. Uh, and and so most mostly, um, mostly what you learn at arcade, at arcade bingo. Mostly what you learn at rock and roll bingo is that nobody else is familiar with the arcade fire. And that the some wise ass put the skints on the bingo card, and so when the skints finally comes up, the very serious uh, rock and roll bingo DJ just tells you it's the skints, and you can take that. Uh, hmm. That's just for you. Yep. Yep. Now, did you win with the arcade fire that you know, nobody else was able to get it? The arcade fire never came on in the entire two hours of rock and roll bingo, so that when it was all over, I said, hey, 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 play the arcade fire song. And the very serious DJ said, yeah, yeah, okay. And he played the uh, he played Rebellion by the arcade fire. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't let, let's say, hey, come back next time. Maybe you'll hear it like <laughs> That's a little right. teaser. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. It reminds me of uh, of when the Arcade Fire. I think they won a Grammy, and and fifty thousand people simultaneously tweeted, <laughs> "Who the heck are the are Arcade Fire?" And one person tweeted, "Who is Arky Fire?" <laughs> that was great, a great moment in Twitter history. There was some a good, interesting Arcade Fire history this weekend. They played Coachella. My wife and I uh, watched it on YouTube live. And um, Win Butler is our age. He's uh, well, yeah, he's forty-one, and uh, he—he—it's the whole show started a little slow, but he really got into it. You could tell that he was very happy to be playing a live show after two years away. And he—he he didn't dive into the crowd, but he climbed into the crowd, uh, and they carried him while he sang. Might have been singing "Rebellion" for all I know. Um, and then uh, he spent the entire time in the crowd trying to pull his shirt down. Over what Arcade Fire Reddit described as his uh, dad bod, um, and and I I was just there for it. I felt so, you know, I, I, I identified with yeah oh, with Win Butler yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he's exactly my age and he's doing exactly what I would do if I was splayed on my back yep uh, in front of the Coachella crowd no less yep 
He's got confidence that I do not have, uh, but he has to deal with those consequences. <laughs> he has the confidence you don't have and the lack of confidence you do have. <laughs> right, right, that's right. Uh, so every uh, episode we ask each other what he got means what did you take note of recently adam what do you got all right well on my walk to um rock and roll bingo i saw a man detailing a car on the street he was a car detailer and he was flirting with a girl i think it was his girlfriend she was sitting there watching him and uh he said to her he said it's all about the details (laughs) it made my day made my day that's that's exactly how you want to kick off rock and roll bingo what do you got ted Okay, this is a. Uh, this is what I wrote down. I woke up from a dream. I've been here having very vivid dreams the last few weeks. Woke up from one of them, wrote down what was going on. Scene was a wedding reception at a hotel. Uh, I I do not recall if I was one of these characters or if I was watching them, but I wrote down, adult son colon. I found a very nice pair of dinner spoons, turns to the person closest to him. I'll make sure they're sent up to your room. Dad, colon, you look rough. Son, I know I've been dealing with stuff I've been putting off for decades, and I've been drinking. Dad, well, that I can tell. And seems so this was three in the morning, wrote that down on my phone, I think, which... How difficult is it to look at your phone when you wake up in the middle of the night trying to write down a dream? It's like feels like you're staring at the sun. Is this an experience you <laughs> can Yeah, yeah, I try to, I I write in the notebook when I can and I regret it. Uh because I can't read any of it in the morning. It sounds like your uh, dream was written by O'Neill, right? It's got, I was, I, I think even in waking, I, I realized that it was, there was some, the dialogue was snappy. <laughs> I think I was sort of proud of my dream for, for meeting that standard. What do you got, Adam? All right. Um, so the other day I, uh, I sat down in the lunchroom and the only seat in the place was next to uh, a group of realtors who've been commandeering the lunchroom for many hours every single day. Um, the ringleader is, uh, a little snippy with his coworkers. Uh, somebody has to figure, talk about something. He goes, talk about what? The contractor, the cupcakes. His, uh, his jokes sound like attacks. And I'm convinced that one of the employees, one of the realtors brought cupcakes because they're in the lunchroom for so long that she's trying to give them something to eat while they're in there. Um, I developed this theory when I realized they ate their cupcakes before lunch then they did yeah they ate the cupcakes before lunch because i think there's one lady who's they're making it weird ted they're they're in there That's way so too long all the time and sociopathic so I, yeah sociopathic behavior you know they're doing the thing where they're like they're not doing anything different than anybody else people go into the lunchroom and they do some work while they eat but they're just doing it for you know four hours at a time sometimes wow anyways then after the little cupcake discussion they all joined hands for a gratitude circle. Okay. Um, one was grateful that work had been well, sort of well covered over the weekend so he could enjoy it with his family. One was grateful for the cupcakes. One woman mentioned 
that she was a little embarrassed that people might be walking by and see the gratitude circle. This is what she said walking by, even though there were other people sitting in the lunchroom <laughs> watching it. And the ringleader, uh, he says he says to her, no one is walking by. We are, we are all present at the table. Um, <laughs> to which I did not laugh out loud. Um, and then I began to wonder, you know, what am I grateful for? And yeah. I went through a few ideas, and I uh, I decided what I was most grateful for was that uh, no one coerced me into a fucking gratitude circle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're trying to have a gratitude circle. People keep walking by. <laughs> let me let me tell you something. Just advice to anybody out there trying to have a gratitude circle. Yeah. Don't don't bother if I'm there. Just just I'm the wrong. I'm the wrong guy for your gratitude if they circle. see you within spitting distance mm-hmm. of the circle, mm-hmm. rest assured somebody's judging you harshly. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Well, uh, I was at Target recently. How are the gratitude circles there? <laughs> gratitude is not the emotion that, that seems to pour out of people when they're, when they're walking the aisles of Target. Although, oh, really? I will say... Target was my first Love. Uh, retail experience, sort of at a moment, uh, maybe post vaccination or something thereabouts, where I decided to go shopping, and it was one of the most euphoric experiences of my life, which I think is permanently imprinted Target on my neural cortex as a place of pleasure and and well, I'll say it, Adam, of gratitude. I was happy to be there. Hey, I've got no I'm beef with Target shopping. Target's got Say beef again. with me. I got no beef with Target. Target's got beef with me. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. uh, and so I don't know if I've mentioned in the past, but uh, but there was uh, an amazing moment when I realized that there were um, Uniball jet streams on the shelves at Target. And it was, this was an absolute revelation. It meant I didn't have to order them online and get them shipped. They came in packs of five. I, I really, but I, I honestly thought to myself, this cannot last. There cannot be sufficient buyers of this pen to warrant it being on the shelves when it's not on the shelves anywhere else. So maybe a year goes by. Every time I would go there, I'd buy a pack. Uh, then they go to two for one. I was like, yes, please. So now I have this pretty great store of Uniball jet streams. Went to Target last week. They were gone. N- off the shelves. Once, once they went two to, two to two for yes. one, you had to know. Yep, I did. And I was right. I felt like a very savvy purveyor of the, uh, of the uh, you know, $2 pen marketplace. Um, in order to cope with this loss, I, I grabbed another uh, model that I had not tried before. I've seen it a few times, uh, but this is the Pentel... Energel Kuro, I'm going to call it, K-U-R-O, which is in like a little anime script or something, kind of a vibe of like, ooh, I don't know, draw your manga or whatever. Um, But I sort of surmised that this was just the Pentel Energel in a different barrel. Uh, It's actually a barrel that is very similar to the the, uh, paper made, I think they're the Ink Joys, that uh, occasional co-host, number one fan of the show, Ryan Sly and his family, um, they like a lot. It's got like a rounded end nib thing 
and then a, a silicone coated body. It's very clickable, but the Kuro is very similar to that. But uh, I love it. It's the all the quality of a Pentel Energel ink without the 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 big wide pen barrel and the very kind of unattractive, shaky, overly loose Energel body. So it's like it's a fantastic like gel pen. Yeah. The Pentel Energel Kuro. I'm I'm looking at them right now, and they do look better than these regular Pentel Energels. They look a lot more attractive. I've never liked how the the diameter of the Pentel Energels is always it, it's just huge, and they it's like fake metal looking, and they don't you know it's like the click mechanism is fine, but it's always just got a little clickiness when you move it around. I've never liked the barrels, but I've always loved the ink. Yeah, I I know you have strong so. uh, opinions about that pen. I've read your bumper sticker. <laughs> so that was my uh that was my uh pen revelation of late. So Target Target couldn't keep the Jetstream on the shelves, but uh if you need a backup and you're you're in Target, I do recommend the Pentel Energel Coro. I got a one of the multicolors, so you know, one of a variety of colors. The children enjoy that. Now they're floating all around the house and uh and there you have it. I I've got a uh I've got a I've got pen news too. I've got a pen purchase that I really liked. So I had uh, I'd been given an Amazon gift card and before I before I had a better idea, I um I bought my kids a video game with it and I used most of it on video game and then as soon as I did it, I had wished I had uh um I got a Lamy 2000 or used, I could have used most of it. I could have used it to pay for most of a Lamy 2000. And so as a kind of consolation prize, I went on jet pens. I bought myself some of my usual Uniball Signos. I bought some, well, I bought some Lamy replacements, some Lamy rollerball replacements. And those are for this. What I bought from jet pens was a Lamy Tipo or Tipo, T-I-P-O. It's their rollerball pen. Uh, my wife really likes one that we've got that I'm not sure is a Lamy Ball Tipo. It seems like very, very similar, but it's the one that we've got is all plastic. I can't find the name of it. The Tipo's got an aluminum body. But this uh, this is like a really nice $13 like rollerball pen. You get some refills for it. And, uh, you know, I think it's a, it's a really good substitution for when you me- when you realize that you've lost the opportunity to buy yourself a fancy pen. Lamy oh, that looks Tipo. super cool. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a neat pen. I like it. Does it feel sturdy? This one does feel sturdy. The, the Tipo that we've got, uh, it's interesting. The click is weird. The click's a little weird, and it sometimes takes a... See. It's it, But the, the one we had, which I got, I don't even know where I got it, but the one that we've got that was all plastic, and I can't, I can't determine if that's called a Lamy Tipo 2 or if there's some other name for it. That one, the click's great, and it's that one's all plastic body. Um, anyway, so the refill goes for the one that you had before that, I, that I'm that i not 100% certain if it's a, still a Lamy Tipo. And then we bought this Lamy Tipo, which, uh, which feels better in the hand because it's a little bit because it's got that aluminum body. Um, but the, the click's a little weird. I don't know if we did something. And I'm guessing those, those refills are high quality. Yep, they are. I mean, it comes okay. with those. It's like a five dollar refill. It's all good. I'd I'd gotten the idea that I was gonna buy myself some refills for the Uniball Signos. 
uh, the blue-black that I really like, which, um, I mean, I've always really liked that pen, but I especially like it in the uh, field notes, Signs of Spring Edition, on the paper they use. But I'd gotten the idea that I was going to buy refills for that pen, because I've got so many of them laying around. Um, but... I cannot figure out how to open that pen yet, so I just decided to uh, replace <laughs> the pens and not stock up on refills that I hadn't figured out how to use yet. That's my pen revelation. Well, this so has been children, fun, unexpected pen revelations. Your children are enjoying Call of Duty 7, uh, this time more blood, and mm -hmm. you are enjoying the, the, the Lamy Tipo. I maybe. got them Kirby and the Forgotten Lands, which, you know, sounds innocent, but it is also a first-person shooter. <laughs> um, I was at uh, Goodwill Thrift Shopping. Mm -hmm. And I do, I, I've made it a, a uh, it, your, your wife has inspired me. Yep. With her, uh, her amazing uh, vintage store work. What do you call it? Entrepreneurism, let's call it. Uh, can, can you give her, um, throw out her uh, Etsy username that people uh, can look up real quick? I sure can. She is a quiet collector on Etsy. Beautiful vintage kitchenware. Yep. Kitchenware, office taste. supplies. There's, office there's... supplies, yes. Really yep. cool stuff. Um, but also uh, old typing paper, which I and and between her and uh, Chris Allen Jones talking about typewriter paper, I've made it a uh, a practice to go over to the stationery section of the Goodwill, which is you know usually uh, empty three ring binders. But I I have found that if I go and spend a little time over there, things can get kind of interesting. Um, I found three a, ring binders. <laughs> <laughs> lots of those. Are they flying off the shelves? One would think with the number of them that they stock. You'd think they would just do everyone a favor and transfer them I, I mean, directly you're going to think I'm kidding, can. but what I'm about to say is completely true. Jennifer has found a three ring binder at the Goodwill that she has earmarked for you, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, there must be something special about it. I I will happily anticipate that certain je ne sais quoi that caught her eye. Mm -hmm. um, I found in its packaging, brand new, a pocket-sized moleskin uh, teal, you know, one of these kind of soft cover, like classic moleskins. It's not black. Okay. Uh, 79 cents. You thought I died and gone to heaven. And this is this is why I go to thrift stores. What a rush. Do you think what it's a rush? I'm using it right now. They call those soft ones cayes. Does it say cayes? Well, no, it's not the caille. It's like okay. the it's not a stiff hardcover, but it's a it's that same it's got the nice coating and everything, but it's a little bit floppy. I think the caille is like a paper cover. Okay. Right. This is the one that's actually, you know, got some, some substantialness to it. And I'll tell you what, 
you can uh, you can rag on moleskins all you want, but if they cost seventy nine cents, <laughs> it's the greatest notebook you've ever held in your entire life. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm for that reason, I'm really enjoying it. If I had paid eighteen dollars or whatever retail is, I don't think I would enjoy it as much. Fantastic. Uh, how long have you been using this? Oh, just maybe a week. And it's a pocket note. It's like it'll fit in your pocket. It's not one of the bigger ones. It it does. It's too, I mean it's too big. It's it's uh it doesn't have the field notes form factor, uh, but it's it's manageable. So I have been carrying it around in my back pocket. Well, if it's a moleskin, I which I've always pronounced moleskin, but I'll I'll say I'll say it how you say it. Uh, if it's a if it's a moleskin, I think it's gonna fall apart. And that reminds awesome. me that I'm using this, these signs of spring, which I love, because of the debossing on the cover. The covers are falling apart and flaking very, very quickly. Um, now, I, I like a worn notebook, so it doesn't really bother me that much. And it has really inspired me to, when it started happening, I was like, fine. I'm just going to make sure I write a lot in it and write often in it. And so this notebook's got two pages left. And nice. I'll have filled it up in uh, just over two weeks, I think. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good motivation. Now, it's what, fantastic. What's, what is falling apart about it exactly? The covers. The covers are flaking right at where they're debossed at parts. They're chipping and they're flaking, and the back cover and the nice. front cover, because they are so severely debossed. Um, is there like a gold... Uh, film or something what what is flaking i don't quite understand uh it's uh, i would say chipping apart it's just starting to rip at the corners oh, on the edges okay. and oh because there's just enough i think catch. it's just okay. yeah i think the cover's kind of you know because of the debossing it's naturally flimsier it's like uh you know it's like if you're eating a sandwich on a french bread uh, on sure. a baguette and in order to yep. chew into it, you've really got to you've really got to crush it and smash it. I was trying to tell my kids this the other day because they were getting their lunch on uh, on baguette bread. You got to kind of smash that to make it more chewable. Well, it's like the fine folks at Field Notes have already <laughs> smashed the baguette that is the cover by debossing it, and so it's you know it's it's just not as sturdy as the typical cover. It is so it's, it's beautiful. When you it's when you bite down, that's when it's flaking off, or is it? Uh, I'm not. I'm, I haven't been chewing this edition yet. Um, that. Thank you for clarifying, because yeah. I, I wasn't sure. Well, no, I mean, usually I chew them after I've used them for three or four weeks. I start chewing on them. Um, yep. But yeah, these these aren't going to last that long. But but I do I do really really love them. Well, that's. I mean, that's I, good I said motivation in an oddly serious voice. <laughs> Let's do this again next week, Adam. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it again next week. Check us out on the internet at takenote.space. Adam's been blogging, so you know you'll find some good recommendations and some reflections and thoughts. Uh, we are on Twitter at takenotepod. And in the meantime, take care. <laughs>